Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Okay, you guys, we've had figured out, I mean, not like 110%, but it appears that there are 16 Judy Moody books. So, oh, you know what? Let me, or, let me press order. Because you know what? We're going to order them. I added them to the cart. But guess what? We need to order these quick style because we're going to be out of books soon. We're already almost finished with book five. So we need to get these ordered to get this boot scoot and ordered. Right? Yep. And I also have a Christmas gift for Molly in here. Do you want to see it? Yeah. We can't say it out loud just in case Molly listens. But you can't. Do you know what that says? Don't say it out loud. Uh-huh. Look, it's this one. It's like one of the one of the best ones. Cool, huh? Oh, that's so pretty. I know. Okay. All right. We've got books 13, 14, 15, and 16 ordered. I'm glad that uh, I thought that there are only 12. I'm glad, huh? All right. Judy Moody predicts the future. Book, I mean, chapter, well, book four, chapter five. The Sleeping Speller. That night, Judy met Frank at the library to study for the spelling test. Hey, you got your mood ring back from Mr. Todd, Frank said when Judy arrived. Yes, said Judy, holding up her hand to admire it. She would never, ever, not ever take her mood ring off again until it positively turned purple. Except at school, of course. Mr. Todd said no more rings at school. While she was at school, oh, that's, that's kind of lame. She can't not wear a ring at school. That's kind of lame. I don't like that. Teachers have weird, weird bossy rules, huh? She would be sure to keep it safe, hidden in her extra special baby tooth box. Speaking of Mr. Todd, have you seen the spelling words, asked Frank? They are hard as in D-I-F-F-I-C-U-L-T. Judy looked at the list. Woodbine. What in the world is a woodbine? Who knows, asked Frank. Frank went to get the big dictionary. He came back carrying it like it weighed a 100 pounds. They opened it on the table. Woodbine, Judy read out. A vine that wraps around trees. Also called the Virginia Creeper, read Frank. Rare, said Judy. Creepy. Crepe, said Frank. I'm tired of studying, said Judy. Tired? We only had one word. Well, let's look at all the books, said Judy. Frank allowed Judy. No followed frank followed judy down a long row of high shelves oh what books are those it's it's all dark and dusty i hope they aren't the virginia creepy vines around here or aren't any virginia creepy vines around here said judy in a spooky voice i hope there aren't any virginia creepy vines around here frank found a book with pictures and bones and creepy stuff inside body parts he said he went to find the librarian what did you get frank asked when she came back predict your head off judy said it's all about people who predict stuff about the future lynn helped me find it she's the cool librarian with the fork and pie earrings not the mad face librarian hey it's it's a big head book i love those how can they draw people with such big heads anyways hey we know what book those are what the big head books it's like Oh, yeah, yeah. they're like all about the place or whatever. Who who is 
but then they fill in the blank like who is Dolly Parton who is Rosa Parks who is can you think of one who is Jesus what is the Eiffel Tower what was the depression They're actually really cool books we actually got a bunch of those you guys so we're going to be going through the who is what is series maybe I don't know We'll do it sometime soon. But we, we've got them. We're stocking up on ones we want. Okay. Hey, it's the big head book. I love those. How come they draw the people with such big heads anyways, said Frank. Maybe it's to hold all those big ideas about the future. Look, see, said Judy, pointing to her book. These people predicted earthquakes and fires and babies being born. Nobody can predict the future, Frank said. Can they? Yaha, said Judy. It says right here, books don't lie. Yeah, Red, but there's, um, oh, Peyton's looking up some research about mood rings. What colors are there? There's green for happy. Mm-hmm. Black is sad. Um, purple is excited. Mm-hmm. Teal is flirty. Mm-hmm. Blue is calm. And then orange is crabby. Well, you're not allowed to date till you're 16, so if it turns teal, do you get grounded? <laughs> Just kidding. Let me see, said Frank. You know what? I'm going to predict something. I predict that a lot of people listening to our podcast are going to be asking for mood rings for Christmas. Right? Let me see, said Frank. See? Jean Jean Dixon, famous American fortune teller. She was some lady in Washington, D.C. who stared at her eggs one morning and predicted that the President Kennedy would be shot. And she predicted an earthquake in Alaska. It also says that she predicted that Martians would come to Earth and take away teenagers. I wish that would happen to my big sister. Oh. If only stinkor teenager, said Judy. Look, it says that Jean Dixon, lady, saw stuff in whipped cream. I've seen stuff in whipped cream too, said Judy, lots of times. Like what? Chocolate sprinkles, Judy said. They both cracked up. Hey, look at this, said Judy. This book can help us with our spelling test. No way. Way. See this guy? This this bald guy with the bow tie? Yep. It says that he lived right here in Virginia, and then they called him the Sleeping Prophet. He was our age like 100 years ago, got into trouble in school for being a bad speller. One night, he fell asleep with his spelling book under his head. He woke up, and he knew every word in the book. Rare. I'm still going to study, said Frank. Not me, said Judy, wiggling her coat. What are you going to do, asked Frank. I'm going to go home and sleep, said Judy. Wouldn't that be cool if that actually happened? What? You could fall asleep with the book under your pillow and whatever the under your head, you absorb all of the information. Yeah. <laughs> when Judy got home, Stink was at the door. I don't have to study for my spelling test, she said, and gave him a big fat hug. What's that for, asked Stink. Just for because? Just because why? Just because tomorrow I'm going to know tons and tons of words like woodbine. Wood what? It's a creepy vine. It wraps around trees. She, she, oh, so go find a tree to hug, said Stink. Instead, Judy went to find the dictionary for the, went to find the dictionary, the fattest dictionary in the moody house. She took it from her mom's office and lugged it up her room. She did not open it. She did not look inside. She put a red, big dictionary under her pillow. Then she got her cozy bowling pajamas. She pretended... She pretended bowling balls were crystal balls, and when she brushed her teeth, she thought she saw a letter in her toothpaste spit. D. D for dictionary. Judy climbed under the covers and leaned back on her pillow. Youch! 
too hard. She got two more pillows. At last, she was ready to dream. Even before she fell asleep, she dreamt of being queen of the spelling bee. Like Jessica Finch, it was one time for the whole state of Virginia. She dreamed of Mr. Todd's smiling face when he paused back at the test. Most of all, she dreamed about getting 100% zero wrong plus extra credit on her spelling test. She could hardly wait for school tomorrow. For once, she, Judy Moody, not Jessica Flunk Finch, would get a Thomas Jefferson tricorn hat sticker for a great job, good thinking. And then there's a bunch of Z's for her sleeping. Cute. Okay, next chapter.